Hello everyone and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, April 22nd, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor. And I'm Kim Dian. We'll be right back. Hi, Lawrence. Hi, Jian. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying this Saturday. What about yourself? Mm, it's very good. Very nice weather, so I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Today is Earth Day, which is a global annual event created to celebrate the planet's environment and raise public awareness about pollution. Right. And this year, the campaign is focused on environmental and climate literacy. On the Earth Day website, organizers state, we need to build a global citizenry fluent in the concepts of climate change and aware of its unprecedented threat to our planet. We need to empower everyone with the knowledge to inspire action in defence of environmental protection. Well, with some of the world's most powerful people seemingly believing that climate change is a hoax, I think this year's theme could not be more apt or necessary even. But of course, climate change isn't the only environmental issue at hand. For instance, I recently read about a study that suggests hundreds of billions of pieces of plastic are floating in the once pristine Arctic Ocean. Yeah, I read that too. And even though I think I've known for a long time that it takes four to five hundred years to degrade plastic on average, it still really came as a shock for me when I recently read on a separate article that every piece of plastic ever made by humans on this planet is still in existence. It's kind of scary. It's a bit of a wake-up call too, I think. Right, it's true we don't really think about such issues when we're busy with our lives, always searching for the most convenient options, whether it's a plastic bag from the grocery store or that plastic cup for your ice americano. Yeah, I'm very much guilty of that, the last one. But before it's too late, we should really try to reduce not only our carbon footprints, but our plastic footprints as well, I think. Mm, Speaking of carbon footprints, uh, we don't have to look as far as the Arctic Ocean to see the effects of environmental damage or climate change. Here in Seoul, we're currently having what seems to be one of the hottest and dustiest Aprils on record. Yes, it's unfortunately true. And while it would be easier to blame the neighboring countries and just put on a mask to save ourselves from breathing in the dusty air, it's also important that we remember to do what we can do. Uh, Using public transportation would be one uh, to reduce carbon emissions. And using less disposable goods also helps to not only reduce the amount of garbage produced, but uh, less manufacturing also means less emissions. That's right. So as cliche as it sounds, it really helps to reduce, reuse, and recycle. After all, there's a reason we were all taught that over and over again in grade school. That's right. And uh, back in the day, we were often told that we have to preserve the environment for future generations. Mm -hmm. And there were loads of slogans like, uh, we're borrowing the earth from our children. Uh, But we're experiencing the effects of climate change and environmental impacts as we speak right now. That's right. Things are indeed getting worse much, much faster than scientists could have ever imagined uh, just a decade ago even. Uh, I remember when I was little, I went to Banff uh, at the Rocky Mountains in Canada, and they had a a scale of what the the scientists believed would be the speed or the rate of the um, icebergs melting. Mm, But that actual melting um, overtook that scale by centuries. Wow, okay. Yeah, so there's very little ice left up there, and it's so sad. Um, And, uh, you know, we really got to do something. 
so again, reduce, reuse, and recycle. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Happy Earth Day. With that bit of a, I guess you could call it a service announcement from us here at KBS Listener's Lounge, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with this week's letters and reports, so don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. OK, a y it's now time for us to take a look at the listeners' letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up and emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this programme. We'll start with a couple of snail mails from our monitors. Our Taiwanese monitor, Cheng Nan Lu, sent us the reception log for the month of March. He tuned in to us at 0800-0900 hours UTC on 9.570 MHz almost every day of the month using a JRC NRD93 receiver with the WIP antenna. He had rated the simple five across the board for most days except for a handful of days when the overall merit dipped to a four, which is still quite good. Also, As usual, Nanlu has enclosed a blank QSL car from Radio Taiwan International, which we'll happily add to our collection. Thank you so much for the card and also your recession logs. Mm, thank you. Uh, next up, we have another monthly report from our monitor, Lani O. Naraha of the Philippines. Her report was dated February 14th through March 29th, during which period she listened to us every day on 9.570 MHz from 0800 to 0900 hours UTC. I think it's safe to say that the reception condition for these 44 days averages out to about 54455, with a few days with some threes here and there. She's also given us more details about the reception condition each day. For example, on February 24th, she rated the SIMPO 55445 and commented most of the broadcast had slight noise and propagation. Uh, on March 25th, she gave the broadcast a SIMPO rating of fives across the board, and said the whole of news, Touch Base in Seoul, and KBS Listener's Lounge had no noise or interference. The sound quality was very clear and loud. Thank you very much for your dedication, Lani. Moving on to letters from another one of our monitors, we received quite a number of letters from our friend Fumito Hokamura from Japan over the past few weeks, with some of them dating back to February of this year. As usual, we'll share with you on this program some of the most recent ones. On March 27th, Fumito listened to us on 9.580 MHz from 0221 to 0300 hours UTC using an ATS-909X receiver with the rod antenna. He gave us Lots of details of the programs he listened to, including Soul Calling, Korean Folk Story, Drama Lines, and Business Watch. And he rated the Simple 5 across the board for the whole of the broadcast, which is a really welcome change from earlier in the month. We are really happy to hear that you can finally listen to us clearly after so many weeks of noisy conditions for Mito. Mm, yeah, and he also wrote, uh, How have you been? I've been listening to the KBS by Radio Japanese service for so long. But with the English service, it's only been about 20 years. Uh, I, can, I can't understand English very well, but I like to study it. I hope the English, Japanese, Chinese and German services on KBS shortwave radio will be kept. I love Korea and KBS radio. I'm also interested in stories about Korean kings. How many kings were there in Korean history? 
Uh, well, first, I just want to say we really appreciate that you've been listening to us for so long, and I hope we can help you with your English studies. Uh, perhaps you'll even start talking with a British accent if you keep <laughs> listening to me. Uh, as for your question, I will let Gian handle that one. Right.、Um, only 20 years, he says, right? Now, as for the number of kings in Korea, well, the last kingdom on the Korean peninsula was that of Joseon, and there were 27 kings during the 519 year long history of Joseon alone. That one I knew by heart. But、um, there were numerous other kingdoms in Korea that preceded. Chosan dating back to the year 233 BCE. Is that even how you say it? And then there was a century when three or more separate kingdoms existed on this tiny peninsula at the same time as well. So there has been literally hundreds of kings in Korea. I believe in Shilla dynasty alone, there were more than like 56 or 57 kings. So Um, I mean, after all, Korea has a history of over 4,350 years. So, yeah, that's a lot of kings, and I quite didn't have the time to do the math. So, I hope that answered your question to a certain extent. Now, the most recent letter we received from Fumito was dated April 2nd, and unfortunately, it looks like the listening conditions deteriorated quite a bit again for 9.580 megahertz. Then he rated the simple 15221 at 0203 hour UTC and 25232 at 0226 UTC, which is a slight improvement, I guess. Sorry about that, and thank you as always for all your reports. And that was by Fumito and another one of our Japanese listeners,、uh, loyal listener Toshia Nishimura, sent us an email earlier to let us know how the frequency has been worrying him.、Mm, that's right. He listened to us on April 10th from 0200 to 0259 hours UTC on 9.580 megahertz using a China Radio Tuscan PL660 receiver with a Sony AN12 vertical antenna. He rated the Simpo 45333 at first. But later changed it to 34222 and wrote, The noise was worrisome for a while. Compared to the past, I feel that the state is getting a bit worse. Although it was easy to hear this time, I have been worried for a while.、Uh, so, judging by the two reports by our Japanese listeners, the listening conditions on 9.580 MHz seem to be fluctuating quite a bit.、Uh, hopefully, we'll settle at a stable position very soon.、Uh, once again, thank you for your reports. Up next, we have a report from listener Atish Bhattacharya of India, who emailed us a report after listening to us also on April 10th on 7.275 MHz from 1800 to 1900 hours UTC. Using a Grundig Yacht Boy 80 receiver with the long random suspended wire as external antenna, Atish was able to hear us with a simple rating of 52342 from 1800 to 1830 hours UTC, which improved to a rating of 55444. In the latter half of the broadcast, he gave us some program details for verification but said that he was unable to listen to the news and the first few topics of Seoul Calling due to heavy interference from CRI or China Radio International, the Chinese service of the broadcaster. But after that, he was able to hear us clearly, and he said KBS World Radio English language broadcast was noisy and suffered from interference from 1800 UTC to 1830 UTC. The signal strength was excellent. There were severe co channel interference from CRI Chinese, moderate noise, and very slight propagation fading, too. 
The overall quality of the reception was poor. The simple rating was 52342. From 1830 UTC to 1900 UTC, the signal strength was excellent. Interference was nil, but there was very slight noise and propagation fading too. The overall quality of reception was good. The simple rating was 55444. Thank you very much for that, Atish.、Mm, thank you.、Uh, here's another report on the same frequency, this time from Europe. Our listener Stefano M of Italy left us an online reception report after listening to us on 7.275 MHz on April 18th. He used an SDR DX Patrol receiver with a multiband dipole antenna to tune into us from 1820 to 1830 hours UTC. He rated the SIMPO 23323. Perhaps the conditions may have been better after the 1830 UTC point, like it had been for Atish.、Uh, but unfortunately, it seems Stefano stopped listening around then. Nonetheless, thank you very much for your report, Stefano. Now,、uh, here's a little bit of a change. For the past couple of months, we've been asking you to let us know of the different ways you tune into KBS World Radio, and many of you have sent us your answers. And some of our listeners also sent us reception reports after tuning into us via means other than shortwave radio. For example, listener Debaka Malhazarika of India dropped by our online reception report board and wrote I listened to today's edition of KBS Listener's Lounge on my mobile phone at 1400 UTC. On today's show, you had a new host from London. You also read listeners' letters, emails, and recession reports from around the world, which you received during the week. You read recession reports from listeners of UAE, Sweden, India, Italy, Philippines, and more. The song you played on today's show was sung by a female singer and was really nice. I very much enjoyed today's show. The Inside the Mailbox segment was really fantastic. I found today's show more enjoyable and entertaining. Thank you very much for your report, the Bacamel. Uh, on the very same day, April 15th, another listener tuned in using our web application. Listener Jonathan Short from China wrote I am a Chinese listener, and it is my first time listening to your program using a web based KBS application. With the web app, your programs sound like those from a local FM station. That's very good to hear. I like it very much.、Uh, so thank you for writing to us. It's great to know both our mobile. And web streaming services are being heard loud and clear. That's right. And our Bangladeshi monitor, Diwan Rafikul Islam or Rana, sends us recession reports regularly via email, and he often includes the recession conditions on our Wink system as well. He heard us using the KBS World Radio mobile app on April 16th from 0500 to 0600 hours UTC on the Wink 24 channel and rated the Simpo 5 across the board. He also commented, I heard your listeners' lounge via your mobile. App Wink 24. Welcome to your new host, Lawrence. I like his voice, he、mm. said. Thank you very much for your kind words, Rana.、Uh, I am determined to spread the British accent throughout the world.、Uh, <laughs> more recently, Rana tuned into us on Shortwave.、Uh, he wrote that he listened to KBS World Radio on April 17th at 1400 UTC on 9.880 MHz using a Grundig YB80 digital receiver with a 20 meter long wire antenna. And that yielded a simple rating of fours across the board. He went on to write The first 20 minutes of your signal was excellent on 9.880 MHz today. I recorded the first 10 minutes of your program and I'm sending it to you. But after 21 minutes, there was heavy interference by CRI. It's always the CRI. Thank you very much for both your regular reports and the recording, Rana, as always. It's great to know that you can hear 9.880 megahertz more clearly now. And Rana also said, My son, Diwan Tanvir Karim, is now a KBS listener. Now he is a KBS fan. That's awesome to hear. Welcome to KBS Listener's Lounge, Tanvir. 
Moving on, it seems 9.880 MHz may have been a good choice for A17 after all. We've been getting quite a lot of positive feedback about the frequency, especially for the first hour from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC. For example, listener Husniara Khatun of Bangladesh sent us an email saying that he tuned in to us on 9.880 MHz from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC from April 8th through the 10th and gave it an SIO rating of 4. He said he used a Radio 10 band Keichibo KK8108T model receiver with a telescopic antenna. Thank you very much for that good news. And I believe this is my first time hearing your name. Who's Niyara? So welcome to the show. Mm, Our monitor, Honey Islam of India. Can I just say that's a very uh, nice name as well? (laughs) The Honey Islam of India. Listen to our programs on 9.880 megahertz on April 16th from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC and rated the SIMPO 43344, which is quite good. He not only left us this information on our online reception report board, but also wrote us an email the next day, and he said, Dear team, the 1400 to 1600 hour UTC broadcast on the frequency 9.880 MHz is going well. I would like to inform you that I am receiving good reception and programs through your website regularly. You've made it better, so I don't miss any programs. Thank you. Thank you very much, honey, for your regular reports. Speaking of listening to us on our website, our UK monitor Alan Holder seems to have no other options at this point, as according to his online recession report, he had very little luck hearing us on shortwave on both 9.515 megahertz and on 15.575 megahertz between April 9th and April 17th. Now, out of those dates, the best he could hear us was a simple 35443 on 9.515 megahertz on April 15th between 1600 and 1700 RZU. He also mentioned in his message that he listens to us on Wink uh, when the radio signal doesn't get through. Aside from that, he also left us a lovely welcome message for Lauren, so I'll share some parts of the message here. Dear friends at KBS English section, I was tuned in to Listener's Lounge again this week, and I am writing to say hello to your new staff members, Lawrence Taylor. His hometown... Bournemouth is pretty close to my location on the Isle of Wight, so I would imagine that he may have traveled a short distance over the water to my island a few times. It has been quite a few years since I visited Bournemouth, and I expect that there have been many changes there. The wonderful Sandy Beach is one of the town's many assets, and Bournemouth is very popular with holidaymakers during the summer months as a consequence. Lawrence, I hope you will enjoy working at KBS and getting to know us listeners in the coming months. Uh, First, I just want to say Thanks very much, Adam, for your very nice message. Uh, To answer your question, uh, despite it being so close to Bournemouth, I actually only went to Isle of Wight a couple of times when I was young, but I do have some really nice memories of the place. Uh, I remember going to Yarmouth Castle and being impressed by it as a kid. Uh, I also hope to go back to the Isle of Wight one day uh, for the music festival. There's a very big music festival there every year, and they always have uh, a lot of bands there, so I want to go there one day. Uh, As for Bournemouth, the beaches are still great, so maybe you can hop on the ferry and enjoy a short break there this summer. You know, to be honest, I never really associated the entire British kingdom with beaches, but it's an island, so there must be really nice beaches Mm, everywhere, right? There are a lot, yeah. Yeah. And of course, you said you were uh, hoping to spread the English accent (laughs) and... uh, I learned today that it's not Bournemouth, but (laughs) Bournemouth, right? 
Bournemouth, Bournemouth that's right. yeah. So yeah. no R. Working on it. Yeah, yeah working on it, right? <laughs> and uh, continuing on with Alan's message, uh, he was talking about uh, some of the contents we talked about on Listener's Lounge, including internet banking and how it's kind of become sort of a, an inconvenience for those who cannot use the internet. And uh, that reminded me, and that's happening to my mother. <laughs> she is, because there are so many banks that have disappeared, the, uh, the bank branches, she actually has to uh, travel by bus to the closest bank um, because she has trouble with internet and stuff. So yeah, those are some of the inconveniences, I guess, that I never really thought about even because, well, luckily for us, we are more familiar with the internet, right? right? So yeah, I guess there are some downsides to it. And then Alan said, thanks to Yuna Lee for her explanations on how to use your website. There are quite a few things which escape my notice. The listen audio again option has alerted me to another way of assessing certain features if I do not have time to listen to the whole broadcast via the wink option. Well, thank you, Alan, once again for your reception reports and a nice message to uh, your, I guess, sort of neighbor, no? Uh, yeah, far it's, very, be, okay, no, it's yeah. very close. It's very close. Yeah. All right. And also uh, that welcoming message to Lawrence, of course. And uh, speaking of Yuna, it's now time for us to take a peek into KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yuna Lee. So here is Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yunha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page as well as news about events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. We always try to come up with new creative prizes to give out for our events, so this month we're trying something we've never done before, BTS CDs and posters. We shared a photo on our Facebook page of the prize that will be given out to our Your Two Cents winners for this month. It seems like the CDs were a good choice looking at all the positive comments that our listeners left on the post. But as I've mentioned previously on this corner, we're accepting prize ideas from you guys. Let us know via email what you'd like to receive as a gift or a prize, and we will definitely take your ideas into consideration. Also, if you'd like to take a look at the BTS CDs and posters, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash English KBS. Now let's move on to website directions. KBS World Radio is celebrating the 20th anniversary of its internet service this year, as well as the one-year anniversary of WINK, KBS World Radio's internet radio service. We have many events and changes on the way, but to kick off, we are conducting a Facebook raffle celebrating the anniversary of WINK. The event is called Hey Buddy, Let's WINK, and you can find the event information on our KBS World Radio website. Here's how to find it. First, on our main page, look at the top left-hand corner. You will find three blinking banners located next to the KBS World Radio logo. The first banner that pops up will say, Happy Birthday Event Celebrating 20 Years of KBS World Radio's Internet Service. Click on the banner to access the event webpage where you can learn how to enter. And of course, since this is a Facebook event, all the information is posted on our Facebook page as well. To enter the raffle, just follow two simple steps. Step 1. Share the Wink event post from KBS World Radio English Services Facebook page on your wall. Step 2. Tag your friends in the shared post and introduce them to KBS World Radio and Wink. 
To give you a little tip, you can like the KBS World Radio Facebook page and enter multiple times to increase your chances of winning. Complete these steps by May 10th and 50 winners will be announced on May 19th. To participate in our Facebook raffle, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! Uh, that's all we have for you on this week's KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor. And this has been Kim Dian. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.